My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. Donna. So we were at the store together the other day at Target, which is never advised to go to Target with your spouse. Because if you go in for the one candle, they're going to hold you to the one candle. We don't need a candle. Well, I'm just saying. Your other obsession is the things that you, the smell things that don't really smell that you plug in the wall. I, uh, yeah. What is that called? A Glade plug-in. Those things are like $7.99 a piece. Okay, we have a lot of animals. We need those things. Anyway, so we went and I had to get like some laundry detergent and paper towels. Big items. Big items. Heavy items. Yeah, big steel. And so I needed you there with your muscles to help me bring it out, you know. So we roll our cart up to the front and I head, as I usually do, to self-checkout. Yes. And you are mortified. Like, Almost causing a scene. Like you can't you can't go through self checkout with that many items. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you it's can. It's an inconvenience and it's disrespectful to other people that have Mm-mm. under ten items. It's that's it's, you, this is not the under ten line. Let's right, be real but clear. Every self checkout should be under ten items. It's not. But it should be. And during COVID, they're encouraging you to check yourself out. But they don't have as many workers. And I love it. It's like it's the ultimate way of playing grocery store, like when you were little. We've talked about this when you would put get your mama's kitchen table and you'd get all of her stuff and get you had granddaddy's ad machine. Ab- abacus yep. machine and you yep. push the buttons. I loved that. So now they have the little bar where you can wand your cat food and cat litter. I'm like the master of my domain with my cart. I'm over there. And I mean, I'm getting this done and like you, you are causing problems. You're, you're just I have to keep saying, OK, can you either need to come over here or move over there because you're just spinning that around should be a T-shirt. Mm hmm. Either come over here or go over there. But you're just spinning around. And it's like, okay, right. I'm trying to do some things here. Well, because behind us are 10 people like me that are tapping their toes and sighing really deep because they also believe that you should never take a grocery cart full of product and groceries and many, many Glade smell reinforcer wall unit things. Mm-hmm. Plug-ins. Through a self-checkout. That's just your opinion, but it's not a popular it's opinion. opinion. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it's going on everywhere right now. We, you and I had to go through the bank the other day and like through the actual bank bank to get like a certified check for something. And I told you like the lines at the bank, because you can't go inside a bank right now. I mean, you can make an appointment, but then you may not get the appointment till two weeks later. And these are not things, it's not like we're, you're doing a mortgage or something. They're, they're things that normally you would do at a counter. You know what I mean? With a teller. You might go in, but it's not exhaustive things. You're not opening a business account or something like that. And I told you the other day, there was this guy in front of me and he gets out. And this is at the drive through the drive. Yeah. So he didn't go to, you know, there's the two places where you can go, but everybody wants the one window with the teller. So you can communicate better. Exactly. Because it's going to be a task that you would have in a regular world taken to the lobby. Yeah, you may need a little assistance. But at most branches, the lobby's not open. No. You know? And so everybody's being funneled to the drive through lanes. Yeah. And so we're back at the bank, you know, I don't know, sometime in the past few days, and the lines are, looks like a Chick-fil-A and yeah. not being orchestrated like a Chick-fil-A drive-thru because everybody's no. being held up because of the big items that are having to be done at the drive-thru window. And so there's this guy right directly in front of us and he gets out of his car and he pops his trunk and he gets out folders. File folders. 
and we're like, okay, where is this going? This is going to add. Where's this what's going? It, what's he wanting to do today? He was standing outside his car. In the drive-thru window. Yeah, talking to her. banking folders. Yeah. Talking, what are you doing, sir? Talking to her through the window. Well, something that he needed to do, that he needed to get done, but you can't put that in a little tube that's going to go, which, are you not fascinated <laughs> by that tube that goes up, gets sucked up, and then like, where does it go? Into the teller But room. it like goes through the drive-thru and then like in immediately. Right. You know what I've always wanted to do? What's put that? like a little hamster or something in there and just see if it makes it. Makes it. it. Mm-hmm. That's horrible, Donna. Like, you surprise? The, you, you the animal lover. Well, not, I mean, Tried like, to show me a video yesterday of a, what was it? It was eating. Oh, it was the cutest little thing. Do you see thing. what he's eating? It was. No, I, I don't. Well, I don't. I don't care. One of our pod people sent me, because everybody sends me these adorable videos, and it was a hedgehog, Carl, licking a popsicle. It was the cutest thing ever. Oh, my gosh. And he had on overalls. <laughs> Do you die? <laughs> he had on overalls. Yeah. Oh, so at least have your business in, in, in a bit of an order as you well, approach yeah. the drive through teller or not even, you know, laying with a, a tube in it. Well, and, and I mean, everyone's complained, you know, even prior pandemic, I'm not picking on banks, but on anyone like customer, no service, you go to the airport and they're, you know, they have real time people at Hartsfield who basically manhandle you when you come through the gates and push you to a kiosk. And you're like, no, I, I need to see someone at the counter. No, you can do everything. You know, they try to convince you. You can do everything you need to do at the kiosk. No, I can't. And then you get over there. And in fact, you can't. And then that person escorts you to the back of like the line that you would have already been at the front of if they had just listened to you in the beginning. Isn't it crazy? You know, even doctor's offices. <laughs> I've noticed lately, like one of the girl's doctors said, um, make sure you have all your paperwork done you know, prior to coming and upload it into the portal or we'll have to cancel your appointment if the paperwork's not there. It's like, stop, just stop with all this. It's given these, we've talked about this before, but it's given these companies a chance to just throw any kind of like face-to-face customer service out the window. And you're almost shocked when you get good service. You're like, so like, you're so nice to the person. You're like, oh my gosh, thank you. Oh, who is your supervisor? Yes. Like the woman asked us if we wanted a pen. We're like, wonderful. Like we didn't even need a pen, but we're like, please, you know, <laughs> it's the small things right now. We're in a pandemic. Oh my gosh. Seriously. What was your core 57 hype song? On the way here today to the app and media group in Alfreda, Georgia, we are about 30 miles north of the city of Atlanta. My hype song was some classic George Strait in mm. a song called Amarillo by morning. That's a good one. We have Released, a little George Strait on here, but this not, is good. You never have enough straight. Released in 1982, Straight from the Heart was the CD. CMT says that this number that you will hear starting today on the Caddy and Donna Spotify Hype Song playlist is the number 12 country song of all time. The greatest country song of all time. Call now and get all the classics mm-hmm. for $39.99 a month. I would buy that. And we'll also have you pay us to make sure that your package arrives and is not stolen by a porch pilot. I love that. Pirate. I love what? that. I'm going to pay you again to make sure my pa- yeah. Shouldn't my package arrive? Should my pa- shouldn't I just be guaranteed that if I call this number to get my country gold classics on vinyl? Not nowadays. That, That's what we're talking that about. they're going to arrive. Yeah, not nowadays. But you want me to pay another $7 just in case it doesn't. Yeah, right. not nowadays. Number 12 country song of all time. Amarillo by morning. A great line. 
Okay, Great so mine. Hang on, hang on real quick. Mm. I ain't got a dime, but what I got is mine. I ain't rich, but Lord, I'm free. Amarillo by morning, Amarillo's where I'll be. I love that. Mm. Like George, remember, he and he's just so cute. He wears those starch little Wranglers and the white shirt. So starch. He just looks so, I mean, he can just do it all. You know he can. He's got a ladder. He's got a toolbox. He's got a lock on his toolbox. He's got wheels. Levels. Whatever you <laughs> okay. need. All right. Okay. Your hype song play. Uh, mm. Hype song on the way here today. Mine was Pat Green. We've talked about Pat Green okay. before, but I'm adding Wave on Wave. Love that song. All right. Pat Green, a Texan. Yeah. Listen to this. This is, I found this fascinating. So it was released. The album had the same name, Wave on Wave, 2003. It that rec the song Wave on Wave got one million spins on radio. And it was nominated for a Grammy yeah, in 2004. Um, and Pat Green's had seven albums, maybe more now, but I think seven albums. Um, he's from Texas. We've talked about before. He's one of those like a Chris Ledoux or um, even a Dwight Yoakam in a way who those Texas artists, they come with this groundswell of support. And you may have never even, they may have not even been on your radar. And the, the and this is again, pre- social media i'm talking about groundswell of an audience buying albums and records and going to concerts and that's what pat green he had this huge base of like listeners super cool guy but if you've never heard any of his stuff it's not twangy like dwight yokum it's not that kind of texas but it definitely has um a really good sound i think it's kind of funny during the time he was always a lot of people confused him with phil vassar not at all because of the way they sounded but they just kind of had the same look and during that time period in 2003 they were both kind of doing you know festivals and music right. at the same time but i mean you know this pat green he had as huge of a following when at one time as garth brooks in texas pat green used to play kicks country fair all the time because we knew with pat green he would sell it out. Oh my gosh. They're, yeah. You're guaranteed 10,000 ticket sales just right there. That's why Pat Green played Kicks Country Fair so often through the years. Kicks 1015 is the radio station I worked for in Atlanta for 26 years. And Country Fair was the yearly, you know, day long celebration of country music. He, he also, we talk about artists that come to play when it's time to visit with country radio. Pat Green was probably one of my favorite visits of all time. So funny. Because we had been going back and forth a little bit about words with friends, which at the time was beyond popular. Oh, yeah, the game that you would and play. And he played it all the time, and he was so good at it. And so I said, hey, join me on the air, and let's do a uh, let's do a challenge. And so he, like for an entire week, it was huge for ratings because it brought you back every day, which is what you want to do. Like who was ratings. winning and who was, yeah. Because we would play a game each night, and then we would be on the next morning at 7.20 to tell you who won. And Pat Green won every round with words that I'd never even heard Yeah, of. he's smart. But I know that they were real words. Well, he's also a writer. Anytime you're a writer, you're a really good wordsmith, you know. All right, Spotify Hypes on Playlist. We'll add those two songs. Every episode, we have two that we crank up and listen to on the way here to the studio before we record each episode. And they're all part of that uh, Spotify playlist, so check that out and enjoy it. We are going to play... In just a moment, in just a moment, we're going to play You Can't Beat Jack. I cannot wait. This has this game has not been played in. You played it live one time when you left. Yes, I did. For a, a girl did. who had always wanted to play and she wasn't able and to And I drove play. out to Paulden County where she yes. lived and played, played with her in the driveway, played live. Live, yeah. So uh, 
but in broadcast form, this has not been played since game's not been played since mid July of 2019. Yes. Every morning on my morning radio show, we would play this game at 7:20. Can't be catty. A 20 second pop culture trivia showdown. All right, so we're going to play with Susan Brown here in just a few minutes, and she her claim to fame when she introduced the podcast a couple episodes uh, a couple episodes ago was that she had beat me twice, including Champions Week. So I said, "Bring it yes. on, we're going to do it." So that's on the way. Okay, can't wait. Um, we understand and are so grateful for so many people that have just now discovered this podcast, and most are here because of your personal recommendation. Or your endorsement, or maybe you are a super spreader, mm. which means you tell friends and family all the time about this podcast. Okay, and that's they a good tell, super spreader. Yes. And then they they become a super spreader and tell their friends and neighbors and yeah. family members, you got to check this out. You know, that's how a lot of this is happening right now. It's like a multi-level marketing um, plan, and we're just not paying you. Correct. Well, I mean, we're paying you with content. Yeah, you start with like the, love. Mm-hmm. the the super spreader is your bottom of the pyramid, uh-huh. and then it just builds up. You're trying to get to gold, gold, triple X, diamond. Get you a pink Cadillac, right? Yeah. So we wanted to reset quickly the podcast and the cast of characters, places, and events that you often hear us talk about, and uh, new information too. So we have three children. Will is 21. Olivia is 17. She's a junior in high school. And Charlotte is 14. She's a freshman in high school. We have two hound dogs. Sally is 15. Roscoe is four. Roscoe's my boy. And you ran over him, but he's alive. Okay. I, that, well, right. I think we just add that in for color. Yeah. I ran over Roscoe with my truck twice. He's fine. Uh, we live and have for nearly 18 years in the Atlanta suburb of Alpharetta, Georgia, which is about 30 miles north of downtown. My mom is Grammy. And I grew up in Hickory, North Carolina, about 60 miles outside of Charlotte. And I still talk to my mother, my the kid's Grammy, probably twice a week. We Instacart her groceries during the pandemic. Um, I'm a mama's boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so sorry. Uh, my father, kid's called Granddaddy, and he lives in Asheville, North Carolina. And my my uh, parents divorced when I was in second, third grade. Yeah, so right. I... Let's talk about Nana. Okay, well, I, first of all, I grew up in Smyrna. Oh. I've lived here my entire life. I was actually born in Richmond, Virginia, but I moved here when I was like one year old, so I consider myself like native, native. And there's there's still some of us left. Um, I went to Campbell High School in Smyrna, and we were just talking about this the other day because we ran into another friend of mine from Campbell, and we were just going through, again, all the... And I hate to say famous because we're, you know, like, I'm not that. But I mean, like, Blackberry Smoke, Ryan Cameron, Julia Roberts. I mean, it's incredible. All the people who graduated. Donna from Gallery, from, you know, Campbell High School. And I say this a lot. We we weren't like, like, where we grew up in Smyrna, it was very middle class. It wasn't like we were, you know, living some lifestyles of the rich and famous but everybody there wanted to be someone that's for sure and it was amazing the success that some of the people have gone on to um achieve i mean from again julia roberts but um so i have a brother who lives in charleston and i have a sister who lives in atlanta i have a beautiful niece named ava i have another niece named jenna who lives in charleston who's married um and we met at the radio station that's where we met who's we you and i oh yeah yep you were in sales. Mm-hmm. I was on air. 
and for years, I was, you know, maybe two years, people had no idea. And we wanted it that way. Mm-hmm. I remember after we got married, there were clients of yours that were like, how come? We didn't what know. What are you talking about? You got married. Yeah. But why didn't you tell us? And why did you say anything? Because it didn't matter. It was irrelevant. We, we operated as individuals. Well, we never wanted people to think that we were pushing agendas because, of, you know, we were married or whatever. I'm a proud University of Georgia graduate. Yes. I went to Western Carolina University. Yes. Go Catamounts. And for about 15 minutes, I was on the campus as an enrolled student at uh, Coastal Carolina in Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. South Carolina. But I never stepped into a classroom. That's a story you'll have to visit from a previous in a pod. previous podcast. Yes. And you were a... At Georgia? I was a Zeta. Zeta. Mm-hmm. I was an ATO little sister. And then I was a Teak. Yes. At Western. Yes, Talk yes, yes. Those were good times. Ooh. So, um, and my mom and Al, mom, okay, so my mom is a Nana. She's 87. And Al is 100 years Golly. old. And they- Been shacking up for they years. They shack up together. Um, they live together at, in a facility, an assisted living facility really near us. And- um, who here is talking about them all the time. Mr. Al is obviously at 100 years old. He has a lot of sage advice. Um, so we need to get them. We need to get some little tidbits from him. We can't see them. I know. You know if you, I will if your tell parents you, I, are in assisted living, you, you, you it's know, tough. You, it's I have not, you know, and, and that's one thing. I have not hugged my mother. Like, you know, or, or even physically touched her or, you know, normally because they're so close to us, I'm over there once a week, just fluffing and dusting their room, you know, moving stuff out, bringing them in Oreos and cookies and things like that. I haven't been in the room. I can't even imagine. And I have been able to see them. We've been able to see them. They do these little 10 minute increments um, outside where they bring them out. My mom's in a wheelchair and Al walks out Um, and we get to spend. And I mean, it's 10 minutes from start to finish. And it's kind of heartbreaking because, you know, you see how much they've aged since March. The funny side to this is they look like hippies. I'm not even kidding. Al's hair is so long and it's like white and you know what I mean? It looks, it almost looks like a little toupee, but it's not. But it like comes down now to his shoulders and kind of curls up. It's adorable. <laughs> adorable. And like my mom, and he'll say, look at us. Do you, every time he comes out, he's so funny. I'll be like, hello, Mr. Al. He's like, do you recognize me or do I look like a hippie? I said, oh, you look like a hippie. But we love it. And he's so great to our kids. So great. So that's some stuff about us. Now, if you hear us talking about Richard well, the Beaver. Well, hang on. Talk about your dad. Because oh, my dad. Yes. about Charlie. So my dad passed away, um, Charlie. And um, we've told some funny stories about Charlie. And um, my dad was worked for a metal company in Atlanta. He was a vice president and was an avid golfer. And just a really funny guy. And so my mom and Al met at church probably 10 years after both of their spouses passed away. And um, they met at Smyrna First United Methodist Church. And the rest is history. Mr. Al mowed his lawn with a push mower. Yeah. The day before they went in to live together in their apartment. Yeah. Their assisted living apartment. But like he would hike Stone Mountain Park. If we were, if Mr. Al, because they lived just probably from Appen Media Group, only a mile away. If we were to go break Mr. Al out of the apartment. Which he'd be all for. He he would beat me in a 50-yard dash on Highway 9. Yeah, he's fabulous. He drove his own car. I mean, we have the funniest mm-hmm. stories about for a long time he drove his own car. I will never forget. This is kind of a funny, we're off here, but this is worth it. He, um, my mom and him, when he was driving, they finally, you know, had to 
say, listen, when he went into assisted living, you don't need your car. Um, and he still talks about that car to this day, that it, if he, they should have never taken that car from him, <laughs> he wants to be out there driving right now. I mean, he's 100 years old. OK, but one time they went to Helen, Georgia, the two of them and went up for Oktoberfest and they were, you know, Al said he'd had a beer, at least one beer at Oktoberfest. At this point, he was probably 95. I mean, he, again, no spring, not, you know, under 90. And um, it took him three days to get to Helen. Yes. But he got he got pulled over <laughs> on the way back to the hotel and the police officer pulled him over and they pulled him over in the parking lot of the hotel. And he said, sir, did you know that you hit a couple of curbs? And he said, I'm 95. I hit curbs every day, all the time. <laughs> and they had Mr. Al do it like a, a sobriety test. A sobriety test. I mean, can you imagine? I guess like it has no age. I mean, you're going to be off barrier. because you're 95, just to begin with. Imagine standing and trying to, I can't find my nose at my age. I like, couldn't touch my toe right now. Sober. Yeah, like if you bent over, I couldn't get past my knee. Well, first you'd have. I'd be pulling down my shirt because I'd be worried what they were seeing on the back end. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> while you're trying to touch your toes. Pandemic weight. Yeah, I changed shirts three times before I got here today because I'm like, you know what? We are so off track. Where did those boobs come from? Mine or yours? No, that mine. Oh, that I have. All right, we're off track. Okay, so uh, Richard the Beaver <laughs> is someone you hear uh, you will hear us talk about every now and then. Uh, Richard has a chip paddle tooth and thinning hair. Yes. And he lives in a roundabout. He's a real beaver. About a mile from where we live. And people spot him, and they're so sweet to send me things about him. And the funny thing about it is, I think you believe there was a beaver, and Olivia did not, and then she took a picture of him. Oh, I I never believed there was a beaver. Oh. But I think also, (laughs) once you saw the picture of him, he indeed has... No, he does. He has thinning hair. (laughs) And we included it in the letter a couple of issues ago. Because he's on his hind leg. Olivia took the picture. He's turned backwards. A couple people yes. have asked me. They're like, is that his back? Because he does have like, they said, oh, his little red hair is so cute, but it's thinning. Yeah. Okay. I hated you couldn't see his paddle tooth. So we have been podcasting together since January of this year. My second act is the podcast. I host a law enforcement podcast with my dear friend, Officer Phil Ritchie, with the Alfred Department of Public Safety, which is called Caddy Wagon, a play on. Patty, Wagon. get it? Mm-hmm. Caddy Wagon with Richie and Canine Raider. And Donna hosts a second podcast called Hustle with Bill Rawlings. And it's all about inspiring stories and people that have. People with great stories. That have that have failed miserably. No, not really. Well, but then then have. Yeah, but I mean, not all of them have failed. They've okay. just had to go different well, you're ways. you an episode in. Yeah. Well, no, we've got a lot coming up that you're going to love. Well, I know that. But the yeah. only one has been released. But it's fantastic. So yes. uh, check all that out. I wanted to. Talk about the Left on Red movement. The Left on Red movement was first introduced, episode three of this podcast. It was January the 9th, and the episode was titled Left on Red. Yeah, because a lot of people have said, why do, you, why do y'all say that all the time? Why is your newsletter that? So, Because yeah. to subscribe to the letter, you text Left on Red. No spaces. R-E-D is the color to the number 22828. So the Left on Red movement began when Donna decides that it should be legal for you to take a left on red. I've always thought this. And the, the, not a week goes by that at least two different people reach out to either of us and say. I did it. I did it. Or I saw someone did it. Or I think it's legal here. So it's become just a a, a fabric of this podcast. Yeah, so let's talk about well, where it began. And, and I, I've just always felt. And, and I used to tell you this. You used to make fun of me when we would drive because I had these quirky things that I thought should be rules of the road. And you're like, that's illegal. And I'm like, but it shouldn't be. And so, you know, when you pull up to a, a red light and and there's 
no traffic coming and you can go right on red. That's a thing. You can go right on red. How many times have you sat at a traffic light? There's nobody. And maybe in the best ones are when it's a dead end in front of you. And there's no one coming left and there's no one coming right. And the light may change four and five times. Happened to me in Charlotte the other day. And I, I did it. Um, and it's like you just sit there and sit there and there's sit no there. There's no remorse. No. And you just sit there and you're like, this is ridiculous. Like there's literally nothing coming. And sometimes it's when like, I think almost like the traffic light's not picking up a lot of traffic. And so it'll change four times the other direction, but not for you. And so I'm like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to go left. <laughs> and you can't be ticketed for that. We found out, yeah. Well, we had Officer Richie on this podcast a long time. Right, well, shortly there after the movement in early January. Yeah. And he said, no, that's not something that there will be. A, there, there can be a ticket written. I forgot what it's for. I think I could talk my way out of it. I put up a convincing conversation. Uh, you would try. And millions of people feel Mm -hmm. the same way as I do. Turns out they do. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're going to connect with Susan Brown coming up next. Susan lives in Powder Springs, and she is going to play a round of You Don't Know Jack. So excited. Or You Can't Beat Jack. Let's get it straight from the beginning. Sorry. It's called... uh, but we had to do some turn. We had to tweak some a couple editing. things. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't beat Jack. Yeah, is a twenty second pop culture trivia showdown. That's a, right. A play on something we used to do every morning when I was on the morning show. Right, and it was called a different game mm-hmm. for legal reasons. And people ask us, but remains a twenty second pop people culture. People ask trivia us showdown. all the time. That was the most asked question. When are you going to play it? When are you going to play it? Can all I right. play? I want to walk through the delivery of your dinner, some dinner affair with you because. We, we're just so used to the system, Donna, because we have been clients and, and fans of Dinner Affair for years now. But to someone maybe who is hearing about Dinner Affair from listening to this podcast, Dinner Affair are wonderful, delicious meals that are delivered to your family, contactless delivery, and they come wrapped. Each meal comes wrapped in butcher paper. Yeah. And it's frozen. So you put them in your freezer. You pull one out that you want to have, you know, first from any of the 15 different dinners that change every month at dinneraffair.com. So when it's time and you've decided what you want to have for dinner that night with the family, you pull out that particular meal. Yeah, and I've had a lot of people say to me, I don't have room in my freezer for all of these meals. That's what I love the most about, well, I love the way it tastes mostly. But the other thing is it does not take up a ton of space. It's not like you're only going to have dinner fair meals. You're going to want to only have dinner fair meals. But I mean, we also have waffles in there. We have ice cream, you know, corn dogs, corn dogs. There's plenty of room it, because they, what I love about it is they're not huge styrofoam containers. They're not big cardboard boxes. boxes. You know, they're, it's great for the environment. You're going to use that butcher paper. You you put all of your um, all of the ingredients and everything out on the butcher paper and you almost use it as kind of like, like your, create a your area. Yeah, it's great. Inside the butcher paper comes Ziploc bags with each particular ingredient and and the protein that you need for that dinner and also a very super simple recipe card. And then uh, leave out what you don't want for the kids. Use your brown paper wrapping as a cooking mat. Wrap it up. Toss it in the recycling bin. Packaging is 100% recyclable. Free contactless delivery in Atlanta. Dinner for your ships nationwide. No contract money back guarantee. It is going to save you so much time. And headache and arguments with what's for dinner. I don't know what's for dinner. It's the first question our 21-year-old son Will says when he walks in the door. The minute. If not that morning when he's walking out. What's for dinner? And 
the kids and and we both love dinner affair and their meals. Thirty dollars off your first order. Enter the promo code Caddy. That is C A D D Y at dinner affair. Thirty dollars off your first order. Okay, dinner affair dinner a f a r e dot com. Gallery Furniture has been a locally owned small business in Gainesville, Georgia, for decades. Something for all of your needs and all at great prices and all served up with integrity and honesty and just great product at Gallery Furniture. And when you walk in, Donna's like a little, um, she's like a little elf. Like she's going to have on a pair of shorts, cute as a button, pair of tennis shoes, and you are not going to have to walk because it's impressive when you walk in there. All of the sofas, all of the recliners, all of the tables, all the bedding and mattress, you can stand right there and just tell her and Marilyn and Shane what you're looking for, and they're going to run around and find you exactly what you need. Um, They are incredibly knowledgeable about all the different brands of furniture, what you're looking for, they can help you with, they can help you decorate a room, they can help you put it together, and here's the best part, they can help load it into your car or truck. Um, The frustration of waiting with everything that's going on, you know, even when you're ordering online, sometimes you're not able to get something when you need it. I mean, you have to wait. This, you're going to have instant gratification. You've spent the money. You're going to drive away from their showroom with your furniture in your vehicle, or they'll deliver it to you. Recliners from 269. Pick out a recliner that you're going to love for those football nights. You can sit back, you can relax, and you can enjoy. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Financing is available. So go pick out something for your master. So for your living room, that recliner that you've been wanting to replace at Gallery Furniture. Hello? Susan Clark. Yes, Caddy. Hi, Susan. Hey, Donna. Are you ready to beat his booty? I am. I want you to know, this is very important to me, I kept these questions under lock and key. Like, wouldn't tell him anything, so don't you worry. Okay. Is now, he going to leave the room, I'm, I'm assuming? He is going to leave the room, absolutely. All of that, just like we used to. All right, you're the self-proclaimed can't be candy champion of the world because you won in 2017, and you remember it being Solar Eclipse Day, and then also during Champions Week. That's right. Two of the biggest days of your life, I would imagine, Susan Clark. <laughs> I'm sure she's had bigger days. Donna, let Susan answer the question. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think... Um, they are two of the biggest days, although, you know, they rival, you know, both my children and both my grandchildren. So just some small They're things. Big days, but. Mm-hmm. And you know that the post office is having some challenges, so that can't be caddy t-shirt may be delayed even more. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's been lost in the mail. <laughs> For two years. All right. So we want to go over quickly with you, Susan, some categories that did not make it. Yeah, they did not make the cut. I thought these were good, but they, they nobody wanted to use them. One of my categories that did not make the cut was barbecue. Because I was trying to think of kind of like a theme because we're coming off Labor Day, so it was barbecue. And then my favorite category, well, my two favorites were famous people that left us too soon. So it was going to be, is this person alive or not? Snorefest. Well, I don't know about that. And then the other one was fun facts about labor, which I think Susan would have done really well with. If she has two children and two grandchildren, she would have done yeah. really well with that. You were not for that category. What kind of questions have to do with labor? Fun facts about labor. Is that something like from Jeopardy? Like cornucopia? No, I can't remember. Like are more, how, how, what's the percentage of, I don't know, people that were born with a C-section? Would you know that answer? Versus vaginally? Okay, let's don't say that. All right, let's go. 
It is called the the name of the contest is called or the game is called you we're, we're, can't. Are you beat trying to build suspense? Jack. Yes, it's a twenty second <laughs> pop culture trivia showdown. All right, here we go, Susan. If you get more questions right than Cadillac Jack, you win. If Cadillac Jack gets more questions right than you, he wins. And remember, Susan, all ties go to Cadillac Jack because it's not called you can't tie Jack. It's called what what you can't beat Jack. There you go. All right. So today's category is things people do to get attention, whether wanted attention or unwanted attention. And I picked this because I don't know if you heard this, Susan, but last week, the magician David Blaine, did you see this? He tied himself to 50 get well balloons. Well, I was I was editorializing there. Well, we don't know what I, kind could, of balloons. Could have been a happy birthday. Yeah. It was like the it was like the up movie. Do you remember in Up when oh. the little guy went Yeah. Yep. So he he right. he did this. He went up 25,000 feet in the air or about 5 miles. That's like where the jumbo jets fly. Yeah, no. And then yeah. he sky he cut his rope and he skydived and parachuted to the ground. It was fascinating. Do you, do you remember the story Susan and Donna about the pilots at LAX reporting that there was a dude in a jetpack up where they were flying. Yes. Recently, there were like two pilots. I that remember did that. that. I mm-hmm. wonder if that wasn't David Blaine. Could have been because I'm sure he filmed it a long time ago. Do you think that there was what? Because we know Donna, he's a musician, a, a magician rather. So mm-hmm. what? What? What's the? What's the sleight of hand trick here? What did he do? Because well, maybe it was on a green screen. Maybe he didn't even go up. You know, maybe he was in a sound stage, a studio. I don't think so. I mean, he's he's done crazy stuff. He's locked himself underwater. He's Someone shot a bullet through his teeth. I mean, he's he done also crazy did stuff. did all the card tricks with the celebrities. Yes. Like I love former watching Former presidents him. and stuff like that. Yeah, okay. he's fascinating right. to watch. All right. So as you know, Susan, it is not fair for Cadillac Jack to hear the questions I'm about to ask. So I'm going to have you ask him to leave the studio. Hi, Caddy. Can you leave the studio, please? I've not heard that in... For the so she can kick your butt for the third time. I didn't hear that. What? Isn't yeah. that right, Susan? Yes, that's right. All right. I'm heading out. Okay, Susan, the door is closed. Okay, so Caddy is out, and the 22nd timer will start after I ask you the first question. And remember, if you don't know the answer, you can say pass because the 22nd timer will go fast. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Question number one. This pop star wore a meat dress in 2010 to the MTV Video Music Awards. Lady Gaga. Number two. Name the performer who accidentally exposed her nipple during the great Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction? Um, Dana Jackson. Who was the superstar quarterback at the center of Deflate Gate? Um, Tom Brady. What was the name of Garth Brooks' alter ego? Okay. Good job, Susan. All right. All right. You can come back in. Susan did good. You're in trouble. You know, when people... People would see me in the hall at the radio station at 720. They would know exactly what's going on. Like there are people here at App and Media today that are working. And like, like, David and Mike are having a conversation about having seafood for dinner right here in this office. <laughs> and I, they're like, what, what is. They're what like, is, do you need to go to the bathroom? What, yeah, what, do you need to talk to us? And I'm like, no, I'm just hanging out right, for a little while. Quit stalling. We know you're scared. How many did. Hang on. Let me get my headphones on. You're scared. <laughs> How many did you get right, Susan? Do, do I have to tell her? Do I have to tell? We do we have to tell you? This that? is another. You don't have to, I guess. You can. This was another <laughs> contingent point when we played on the radio for years. Susan got three right. 
But she she got everyone right that we got out. So she was on a roll. You only got three out in 20 seconds? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. The timer will start when we start. Here we go. When you finish the first question. Yes. This pop star, question number one, this pop star wore a meat dress in 2010 to the MTV Video Music Awards. Oh, man. Uh, uh, Lady Gaga. Name the performer who accidentally exposed her nipple during the great Super Bowl wardrobe malfunction. Uh, that would be Janet Jackson. Who was the superstar quarterback at the center of Deflate Gate? Tom Brady for the win. What was the yes. name of Garth Brooks' alter ego? Chris Gaines. What rock band dropped an entire album into every Okay. Well, 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 Susan. You got four. Well, well, well. Four. Well, well, well. Oh, well. no. So, oh, unfortunately, no. Susan, you have to say those magical words. Which to is Caddy. To Caddy. Which is, what does she say? Well, she knows. She knows. <laughs> what do I say? Oh, my gosh. It's only been 18 months. Well, how does she frame it? What does she say? My name is Susan Clark, and I oh. can't beat Jack. That's right. <laughs> Oh, Susan. Those are the magic words. That's nice to hear. But well, I still lead. I still lead. Okay, but see, that's, that's irrelevant. Right. This, Actually, no, Donna, that's stop. true. This that was, is true. This was to tie it all up with a bow. No. This was winner takes all. No. This was. What was the question you didn't get? What were some questions you didn't get to? Okay, so the last three were, what rock band dropped an entire album into every iTunes user's library you overnight? Too. And no one asked for it. Yeah. yeah. What president proclaimed, I did not have sexual relations with that woman? Bill Clinton, right, Susan? Bill Clinton. Yeah, and Bill Clinton. And what ice skate, what other ice skater was behind the attack on Nancy Kerrigan? Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding. That's right. Mm -hmm. What yeah. questions did Susan get right? I'm just curious. I, I missed the Garth Brooks. I, I didn't oh, so, I hate that for you too, Susan. I hate that for you. <laughs> Susan, thank you for so much. Fun. You were like our initial player. This was awesome. And we are going to send you, even though you didn't get a Can't Be Caddy shirt, we're going to send you a Hometown Hero t-shirt and a second act, two second act cups well, that you can we, use. We got a box in the garage. Yeah, we'll send How you about like we, 10. A dozen. We'll, we'll send, send you a 10. dozen. <laughs> Get rid of them? Is that it? I'm just kidding. Thank you, for, uh, thank you for your time today. Thank you so much for your support in radio, but also the podcast. And uh, go dogs. Thank y'all. Go dogs. The Hurt 911 Injury Group is a team of elite lawyers and doctors with offices and clinics all across Georgia. The Hurt 911 Injury Group, their top priority, what they want to do more than anything is to help you when you've been injured in a car accident to get the medical treatment and documentation you need to receive the max compensation for your personal injury claim. When you are the victim in a car accident, the Hurt 911 Injury Group focuses on giving you immediate medical treatment and taking it to the justice system to get you all the money that you deserve. What's the number? The number is 1-800-HURT-911. When you're injured in a car accident, call 1-800-HURT-911. You don't have to live with accident injuries. Call the Hurt 911 Injury Group and Elite Team Personal Injury Doctors and Lawyers ready to help you today. 1 800 Hurt 911. So you hear us talking about the hemp pharmacy quite a bit, and it's Hemp Pharmacy, F A R M, um, and it is owned by Christy and Richard Roth. They are locally um, local business partners, and they're from Roswell, Georgia. Well, they're the, married. They're married, but I mean, I'm just saying they are local group. Um, we love working with local companies. And the reason being is because if you need specifically to talk to someone that owns that company, you're not going to have to dial a phone number, sit and wait, try to get Virtual through too long. Um, yeah. Everything we were talking about earlier there, most of the time, Christy is in the store. Um, we've had quite a few people reach out to us and say that they confidentially wanted to ask us some questions about 
um, CBD and, and, you know, if, if, if we thought that this would be, you know, something that they should be using a product, um, we're certainly not doctors by any means. Well, but both Christy and Richard have a science background. But they are, yes. They and can talk to you about any of the yes. products that they sell, the benefits and yeah. uh, even products that you should avoid for whatever reason. They're going to tell you that too. Yeah, and how to mix if you're taking other medications, how how the CBD will interact with that. So feel free to call us. You can either reach out to myself or Caddy, and we will get you in touch directly with Christy. And she's happy to have a conversation offline with you about um, fears, thoughts, you know, interest, what, what you're thinking about before you even step into the store. If you listen to our pod, which so many people do who do not live in this city, they ship. They're happy to ship. So... Um, Again, if if you live in a city where you've driven by some places and you're like, mm, I don't know about that place. It looks a little seedy. This one is great. Beautiful, state-of-the-art facility. Everything is organic, nat- natural, um, and naturally sourced. So it, they're, they're a great option for anyone living in the city or even living outside of the city. I had a father reach out to me on the text line. Well, I'm not going to say anything other than that, but the, the, the dad was curious about CBD for one of his kids. And he asked me, you know, what do you think? What do you think? And I said, listen, pediatricians recommend CBD oil for certain kids often, almost like a prescription. You don't need a prescription, but often, you know, at least a, a, a verbal prescription. And I said, I can't really talk to you about that, but here's the deal. Let me text Christy right now. And find out if she's going to be in the store because I want you to go talk to her. Because I know that she also has a child near your son's age with the same challenges and they find CBD to be very helpful. So we'll make that personal connection with you and, and Christy and Richard. And if you reach out directly, I have a massive first order discount available for you. And if you're in the Atlanta area and can't make it over, I'll drive it out to you. We'll meet for lunch or something. The Hemp Pharmacy. Edibles, topicals, smokables, tinctures, American-made, locally owned and operated, Wynwood Parkway in front of the Home Depot, the Hemp Pharmacy. Pod Pete for this episode. No name or city. In regards to being sick and wanting people's sympathy. Yeah. This. Well, I uh-huh. don't think you meant that. The w- I mean, I don't want to speak for you. I'm going to let you do it. But I, I don't think you meant it the way it sounded. How do you think it sounded? I think it sounded like you're a narcissist and you just would use any opportunity to get people to give you attention. And while that is semi true, well, this- I don't think that's, I think it was also what you were saying is you want to, you would want to hear people's experiences. And that you would, too. Yeah. You wouldn't want to struggle alone. Pod Peep writes, yes, it is nice to know people care and that they ask about you. However, you ready for the turn here? You ready? We're going to make the turn, Donna. However, it gets old and tiring to have to talk about it. Feeling obligated to answer the questions, how are you? What's the doctor saying? Can we do anything for you? Sometimes it's nice to live days as normal as you possibly can without the constant sick talk. Don't get me wrong. I love knowing people are praying for more and want to help. But, I'm damned, I didn't print the whole thing. Praying for me, not for more. Praying for me and wanting to help. Yes. And she is a uh, she's a cancer survivor herself. Well, and I think I think to what she's saying is those are I mean, those are exhaustive conversations. You know, it's not those are not quick answers. If somebody says, What are the doctors saying? You know, what what are you doing right now for treatment? How are you feeling? You know, it's 
I'm sure living with that all the time, like she was saying, can get exhausting sometimes. So constantly repeating it back to people who are very well-meaning, but just the amount of energy that that takes to kind of put that whole story out is I, I can completely understand what she is saying completely reach out to us your text messages and voicemails come directly to my phone i'll share the number with you twice and uh, reach out 770-464-6024 770-464-6024 include your name and city so we can give you a proper pod peep salute we do have a small ask of you three things Number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Plus, also subscribe to Caddywagon with Officer Richie and Canine Raider and Hustle with Donna and Bill Rawlings, both available now with the latest episodes at the same place that you're listening to this podcast. Number two, rate and leave five-star reviews for the pod. And number three, show our sponsors some love. And our sponsors include DinnerAffair.com, DinnerAFARE.com, Gallery Furniture in Gainesville, 1-800-HEART-911 and The Hemp Pharmacy. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, who is also the curator of our weekly e-letter, The Letter, text left on red. No spaces, the letter red, R-E-D, to the number 22828 to subscribe. New episodes Tuesday and Thursdays of Cadillac Jack, my second act, part of the Appen Podcast Network.